Let's Talk, Bible Fellowship Church's devotional podcast devoted to bringing you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Thank you for joining us. We've been going through on Thursdays Jesus' high priestly prayer, which comes from John 17. And so we're going to continue that today, picking up in verse 6 and reading through verse 8. It says, I have manifested your name to the people whom you gave me out of the world. Yours they were, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything that you have given me is from you, for I have given them the words that you gave me, and they have received them, and have come to know in truth that I came from you, and they have believed that you sent me. There's three big ideas I'd like to pull out of these few verses that we just read, and the first one is this. We have to remember that Jesus is praying in this section uh, for the people who have believed on him there at that time, at at this period in time when Jesus was walking on the earth, there were people who received his message in person. Later in uh, in this prayer, we're going to find that he prays for the people who will believe in the message that these people share, which is us. Jesus in this prayer will eventually be praying for all believers, which includes you and for me. But right now he's praying for those whom the Heavenly Father has given him out of the world at that time. And that's the big idea here, is that the people who believe, the people who chose in Jesus, these were God's people to begin with. And he gives them as a gift to his Son. We see here the sovereignty of God, that he foreknew those from eternity past, that he would give as a gift to his Son which is meant to be an encouragement to these people that God has a plan for their life. God is working in them and through them as part of his perfect plan from eternity past. And maybe it feels somewhat devaluing to, 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 be, to be a gift to the son, that this feels like it takes our agency out of the equation, um, except for when we think about how God speaks biblically about our entrance into salvation, and one of the pictures of salvation that we'd see in Scripture is this idea of adoption. You know, children who are adopted very often have little to no input in the situation. There's people who they don't know or certainly don't know very well who come into their life and say, you're going to move to a different place and going to be in a big different circumstance, and uh, there's not a lot of choice that you have in the matter. But in the ideal circumstance— what I certainly hope is normative in in real adoption in the world when people adopt a child, is that you're being pulled from a circumstance that would be a lot worse. And though at the time you don't know it, you're going to be brought into a family that loves you, that's going to care for you, that's going to teach you, is going to provide for your needs, that is going to give you, to speak biblically, a hope and a future. The same thing happens when God chooses to give us as a gift to his son. When God calls us to himself, he is calling us away from a life of selfishness and destruction and death and sinfulness to a life of hope, purpose, future joy, being brought into God's family. Romans 8, 14 through 17, for those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. 
And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God. And here's where Jesus is part of it, co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. God gives his son the gift of believers in him. The second main idea is the importance of the word. How are these believers marked? They have kept your word. Now they know everything that you have given me is from you, for I have given them the words that you gave me. Now this is a very common theme in scripture, but especially in the book of John. We see a situation where some disciples have walked away from Jesus because of some hard teachings that he's given them. This is from John 66. It says, And after this, many of his disciples turned back and no longer walked with him. So Jesus said to the twelve, Do you want to go away as well? And Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. And we receive salvation primarily the same way, through the words of God. This from later in the book of John, John chapter 20. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. So we experience salvation because God gives it to us. We also experience salvation by believing the words that have come from him. And, and, and what Jesus is praying here in this prayer is that they believe these words that you have given to me and that I have given to them. And that because of that, they know that I come from you. And so do we. This is how we both enter into the family of God and become participating members in the family of God is by continuing to believe the words of God. When we feed on the word, when we internalize the word, when we live out the word of God that we see here in our Bibles, we are behaving as sons and daughters of God. And this is part of Jesus' prayer for his believers then. And part of the message that we receive today is that we place the importance on the word of God for our lives. And this leads us to the third main idea, the truth. They have received them and have come to know in truth that I come from you. And they have believed that you sent me. Uh, Much is made today of living out your truth and believing your truth. And we believe that Jesus is the truth and that when we pursue Christ, when we live out the words of God, uh, when we internalize scripture and live by it, we are led evermore towards the truth, towards living in wisdom, that the, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And when we fear the Lord, we spend time in his word. We want to hear his words to us. And this is what Jesus' prayer is for his believers in that day and would be words of wisdom to live by today that we are sons and daughters of God, we are given salvation from him, and that we participate in it by spending time in his word, by knowing him in his word, by living out his word, and we will be led to the truth in a greater relationship with our Heavenly Father. So Lord, we thank you again for John 17 and the lessons, the wisdom, the grace, the relationship with you that it has for us today. Help us to walk in it, God, uh, by by your power and your strength, for your glory and our good, we ask in Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you for tuning in for another edition of Let's Talk. Church family, you are loved. Have a blessed day.